0: Welcome to Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today we are covering Minute 5, which covers from minute 4 minutes to 4 minutes 59 on the clock. It starts out with uh, Erica telling Mark that the door guy, <laughs> his name is Bobby, and he's a perfectly good uh, perfectly good class of people i believe is the phrase that she uses uh and then we get kind of like the real argument because you know obviously mark didn't fully understand in the previous minute that they split up so we get a lot of kind of shorter exchanges um you know and erica sums dating mark zuckerberg as dating you is like dating a stairmaster uh which i i think is quite funny uh and, <laughs> that's, and, yeah that's
1: a great line that's so good <laughs> yeah
0: and we get a little exchange which i pro- I mean probably my favorite kind of little exchange from these few minutes is where you know she says i think we should just be friends and mark's like i don't want to be friends and she's like i was just being polite i have no intention of being <laughs> friends with you uh which I, again is a little bit of a setup for basically the final kind of like shot of the film uh, of i having no intention of being friends with you um and then you know the, we kind of go back to mark talking about how about we just order some food um and then uh you know we kind of get the 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 kind of you know the, the you know you're probably going to be a very successful and now it kind of cuts off there, but then, you know, next week we find out she was going to say computer person. Um, and, you know, she delivers the final blow and gets really close into the camera, but that isn't until minute six. So, so unfortunately, because that. that's now. the best line of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But we basically get this kind of build up. And also, you know, we get. Uh, you know we get a kind of a, i mean a bit more kind of dig down into what is kind of driving mark zuckerberg where we we kind of you know we get this line of what part of long island are you from wimbledon uh, which kind of confuses me because wimbledon obviously in london is you know a pretty good part of the city to live in <laughs> so <laughs> wimbledon doesn't seem like a bad thing to me but you know obviously uh you know it's we, we're kind of getting into the idea of what is mark zuckerberg's kind of you know standing in society and we I mean, most of this is kind of the, the back and forth between them of, you know, like Erica trying to leave and mark kind of like, you know, saying, sit back down, you know, let's just talk. Um, and then we get I don't know. I also like when, you know, he keeps saying you don't have to study. And Erica's like, why do you keep saying I don't have to study? And of course, he says, because you go to be you. Which is what he said earlier as well. He says you don't have to study. Oh, I was saying that you go to BU. Like that. That's like that's like something he says, and then immediately he's like because you go to BU. Like the idea that she goes to Boston University is seen as like you know a kind of a bad thing. And I like how once he delivers that line, he then immediately goes, "Do you want to get some food?" And <laughs> it's just kind of like you know uh i don't know i i kind of i kind of love i kind of love the kind of the the way that they both like basically mark zuckerberg isn't grasping what is happening here and he has no way to kind of correct it and instead of like steering into the skid and maybe trying to end it you know amicably he just keeps piling on <laughs> and he doesn't seem to realize what he's doing um and you know obviously we then get to the final punchline which like i said comes next week not in this minute unfortunately But yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of love the gradual build up and also the fact that, you know, until this point, the exchanges between them, you know, we had Mark kind of leading the conversation and Erica being slightly behind. And then obviously Erica broke up with Mark. And then, you know, Mark finally caught up to that. And I think here we see Mark finally kind of, when Erica says, I'm going to go back to my dorm, this is where he starts saying, wait, wait, is this real? So this is about the fourth or fifth time where he's kind of questioned exactly what's going on in this, in this particular part of the scene. Um, And then, of course, this is where Erica starts saying, I have to go study, which, you know, uh, rule of threes. She says that three times before, you know, Mark says you don't have to study. And then we get the kind of the punchline of, you know, because you go to BU. Uh, Now, I'm not familiar myself with Boston University, but uh, I, I don't know. Is it is it thought of as a particularly poor school in any way? I mean, what is the reputation of BU? No
1: but it just happens to it's a good school it just happens to be um you know it, it, it's in the same orbit as harvard so you know i would imagine that that harvard students probably you know think of well that's where you that's where you go if you can't get into yeah. harvard
0: i guess it's also in the shadow of mit as well so <laughs> so uh, right, right, you know, right, right exactly uh, i i like i'm guessing you know obviously it's a bit of a college town around that area so when you're when you're kind of between Boston University and uh, you know Harvard and MIT, I guess out of the three of those, it does feel like Boston University is the runner-up. Although I will say this, uh, you know, it has eight Nobel laureates and 23 Pulitzer Prize winners, uh, and uh, along with uh, nine Academy Award winners who've gone to BU, uh, and several Emmy and Tony Award winners. Um, as along with uh, MacArthur, Fulbright, Truman and Guggenheim, uh, Guggenheim fellowship uh, holders as well. So, um, you know, Alexander Graham Bell was apparently a professor at BU. So, you know, it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's a <laughs> particularly bad college. Um, and it's, you know, it's been around since 1839. So it's not like, you know, it's not like it's a newer kind of college. Uh, but I guess, yeah, if you're if you're right next to Harvard Uh, Then I guess it also brings up the question of how did Mark end up dating this person who went to BU rather than someone who went to Harvard?
1: Well, my guess is my guess is he doesn't want to date women who might be as smart <laughs> as he is, or 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 you know what he perceives to be. I mean, and she might be. I mean, Erica might absolutely be as smart as he is, but he he can't comprehend that because she doesn't go to the same college that he does.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's also worth addressing at this particular point. Like, obviously, you know, Mark did break up with someone in real life uh, around this time obviously that's what inspired the you know the blog post that followed but he he's basically like his wife um you know did go to harvard <laughs> and and uh they did actually meet at a frat party during his sophomore year so um you know sometime in like 2003 so i'm guessing after the whole you know the whole thing with whoever we broke up with that caused the uh, the face mash thing. Um, he did actually end up marrying, you know, someone who also went to Harvard at the same time as him. So, you know, she has a BA from Harvard, and then she also has a, an MD from uh, USC. Obviously, she's no slouch. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I think this kind of the kind of the class thing here is kind of interesting because obviously Mark Zuckerberg is, you know, he didn't come from money. You know, he you know he he didn't get into Harvard because anybody purchased his place there. You know, obviously he got in on ability. Um, and so I don't know, like. It's kind of interesting that he kind of keeps bringing up like the idea that Erica is below him because, you know, she's supposedly slept with the door guy, who, you know, Bobby apparently fine class of person. Uh, but also like, you know, she goes to BU And again, it, this is I find I mean, you know, obviously this this character is effectively fictionalized from a real breakup that Mark Zuckerberg had. So I find I find like the kind of obviously the the fact that she keeps you know that he he you know the, the, the kind of punchline of because you go to be uh feels very much like a sorkinism. like I I can't imagine a posi- like I guess maybe Mark you know the Mark Zuckerberg in this film might wish to date women who are not from Harvard <laughs> uh but I at the same time it's one of these things where sometimes I'll see relationships you know particular like on TV or in films and I'm like I can't I can't understand how they would have got together and we don't know how long, you know, Mark and Erica are together. Obviously, we're only seeing the end of the relationship, but it kind of makes me think, well, I'm not I'm not 100% sure how I, I would understand how he was ch- kind of at least, uh, I was going to say charming, but at least interesting enough that she would want to go out on more than one date with him.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a, a have you wondering like how do these two meet? Were they introduced by someone? Yeah, did she approach him? Did he approach her? It does it yeah. It's like how did these two ever come together in the first place? Whereas I
0: think you know in real life it's a little bit more understandable that Priscilla Chan would have met Mark Zuckerberg like at Harvard and that's like that's how they met and like that that to me that kind of makes a bit more sense. Obviously because that's real life. Um, but you know like the the idea that. Um, this person from a completely different college. I mean, I don't know how close BU is to Harvard, but I'm guessing, you know, obviously, particularly when, uh, you know, when school's in session, I'm I'm guessing there's, you know, a lot of students around, you know, Cambridge, Massachusetts and and some of the kind of surrounding areas. So I'm guessing it would be easy for him to, uh, you know, go to some kind of bar or something and maybe kind of talk to her. But, yeah, it does – it just makes me – as we see the relationship finally kind of end, it does make me kind of think, well, I don't know how – he would have, you know, kind of, I don't know, hid his personality long enough to kind of talk to her and kind of, I don't know, maybe she's just a fan of people who know trivia or something, and maybe that's how they kind of met. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's not like a, it's not like a, a big thing that I think about. But occasionally, when I do get to a scene like this in a film, it does kind of make me think, well, why did they ever get together? If like, you know, he, he's kind of clearly always looked down on her, um, you know. Although I do kind of, I do kind of like the exchange, like when he does kind of. <clears throat> you know briefly pause and say do you want to get some food and then obviously she's still you know as as he was still on the the s in finals club she's still on the i'm sorry you're not sufficiently impressed with my education and i do kind of like that he goes and i'm sorry i don't have a rowboat so we're even (laughs) this like kind of this kind of again like there's a little tiny bit of humor from this mark zuckerberg this kind of like sarcastic line of like you know, maybe call him back to the, you know, the whole kind of like rowing crew thing again. Just like this little quick kind of aside where he's like, you know, we're even, aren't we? Like, you don't, you know, you've got to, I don't like your education and I haven't got a rowboat. So, and, and I I don't know, I just kind of like that weird little quip.
1: Yeah, it's like, and, and, and that's so much, you know, him honing in on that is so much more a, a smaller thing than him basically implying that she's not as smart as he is. But in his mind, that's exactly the same thing. Yeah that that he's not now i mean you know is he offended because she's not she's saying that he's not wealthy enough to have a robot or that he's not you know you know strong or fit enough to to row crew because either way these are things that he both perceives as as being at least as bad as as implying that someone is not smart yeah
0: and as well like you know obviously for erica you know i don't you know the character as as we see her briefly in this film I don't think she particularly cares that she's, you know, at Boston. I, I'm guessing that's where she wanted to go. And that's, you know,
1: like. No, it's, and, it's a, and, and it's a fine college. And I'm sure she she is not particularly insecure about it, except when people like him bring it up as, you know, as a sort of also ran school for people who couldn't get into Harvard. Of
0: course. I mean, there is always that classic joke that, you know, how do you know someone's been to Harvard? Don't worry. Wait two minutes and they'll tell you. Um So, so like that kind of superiority, obviously in this, it's, it's funny actually that Mark has kind of waited like four minutes to kind of point out that his education is better than hers. It's, it's kind of like a weird, although I guess the whole, you know, uh, you'll, you'll be able to meet people you wouldn't normally meet through the kind of finals clubs thing. I guess also kind of hints at that, like the idea that he thinks, you know, the social life of Harvard is better than whatever she's currently experiencing at BU um you know which at this moment seems only to be limited to being able to get into bars where she knows the doorman um but yeah i don't know and i like how as well you know obviously mark has already brought up ordering food in the previous minute he brings it back here and then of course after the i mean probably my favorite exchange like i said you know the I don't want to be friends. And it's like, I'm I'm just being polite. I, I have no intention of being friends with you. Like particularly the way Rooney Mara delivers those lines kind of so dismissively. And then he kind of goes back to, you know, I'm under some pressure with my OS class. If we could just order some food. It's like that kind of, that little thing of like him kind of going back to this one thing of like trying to, trying to think that like ordering some food and like making her kind of you know, if she's paying for some food, she'll have to stay and then she'll sit back down. I don't know. It's kind, of, it's kind of a weird little tactic, but I can see kind of what he's trying to do. Like, he's trying to say to her, look, just, you know, sit down, have some food. Maybe in silence. Maybe they don't have to talk to each other. But he's just trying to kind of prolong, kind of keep her there just a tiny bit longer. And I do love as well that Aaron Sorkin in the direction says Erica takes Mark's hand and looks at him tenderly. Because that's when the camera kind of goes in for its final like close-up on Rooney Mara in the scene. And it like the way she delivers the line of, you know, you're probably going to be a very successful computer person. And, you know, the rest of the speech, which you know I'll talk about on Monday, it is done in a way where it seems like she's going to make up with him. But instead, she's just delivering the final death blow and then leaving. it. Um, and I just kind of like the setup, like her tone just changes slightly as if to kind of give him the idea that maybe she's going to stay and order some food. But then she's just literally like, nope, that's it. I'm done with this. Um, But yeah, it's funny because it takes like two and a half minutes for Mark to get the idea that they've finally broken up um, and that she's going back to her dorm to study. uh, Which, uh, I don't know, I I just kind of love, um, you know, the kind of the way that this like we kind of build very gradually from the kind of, you know, opening with just a little bit of trivia to this kind of death blow of like, I do not want to be in this relationship. I'm out of here. I'm going back to my dorm, you know, like. Um, and the the funniest thing is, you know, uh, from from the, the the kind of the the details of uh, of the Zuckanit blog, we find out that this kind of like took place on uh, on like a you know uh, I think it was like a, I don't know, a Wednesday night at like eight o'clock. So <laughs> no, it's a Tuesday, sorry. So it's like this is this is all taking place as well, like on a Tuesday before eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock by the time he gets to his dorm. So it's kind of like you know it's seven o'clock on a Tuesday, and he's already been broken up with. It's kind of um i don't know it, it's kind of interesting it's it's like you know he this is the start of like what is you know already kind of a bad week for mark zuckerberg but yeah i don't know i i just i just kind of love how this scene builds and uh you know when when uh when aaron sorkin kind of delivered the script uh to uh columbia um apparently they wanted him to cut like a huge chunk out of it. Basically they, you know, the the script that was delivered was so long that they were like, there's, you know, this, this is going to end up being like a three hour film. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it, it took, um, it, it actually took um, cause it's, it's 164 <laughs> pages, which is, that is, that is basically a few minutes. That's like a 10 minutes short of a three hour film, um, you know, and, and it basically Aaron Sorkin had to go in um, with, David Fincher, and they had to sit down and time the script, and Aaron Sorkin had to read every single line at the speed that he wanted it delivered, to prove that the film could be delivered in under two hours, and uh, and that's what they did, and they basically, you know, put a kind of a, a stopwatch on every single scene, and uh, you know, this scene basically is almost eight pages, uh, but obviously it's only five minutes on the screen. Uh, I think actually, when the title card comes up for eight minutes thirteen. Uh, which you know, obviously, is in a couple of minutes' time, uh, that's exactly it comes up at exactly eight minutes thirteen into the film. Um, so that's just a nice little thing that uh, David Fincher did. Uh, but yeah, so you know, David Fincher said when they timed a the scene, if the scene was seven minutes and twenty seconds when Aaron Sorkin read it out loud, then the actors had to deliver the scene at that same pace. Um, and I think that's that's kind of interesting because like the the uh, in in this final minute we have these quick exchanges where you know erica is saying i have to go study and mark just keeps trying to interrupt her and you know she's like i appreciate that but i have to go like these kind of little overlapping things it's kind of interesting that it's like it has to be delivered at a certain pace uh, but also it just like these five minutes are so kind of quick um, and there's so much kind of information kind of thrown out there that you know if you're watching the film and you get to the end of this five minutes you're kind of grateful for the kind of Uh, You know, the title credits for the next kind of couple of minutes over, you know, Mark Zuckerberg just walking because it kind of gives you a little bit of time to think. Uh, Because I don't know, I just loved it. As far as like opening scenes for like David Fincher films go, you know, I think maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe Fight Club's just a little bit more of a favorite. I like, you know, I like it opening on someone with a gun in their mouth and the. So I don't know. I think this is probably maybe my second favorite opening for like a David Fincher film because it's just so much information and it's so well paced and so well edited. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You jump. you just jump right in knowing what you need to know about this this character right away. It's 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 very it's very effective in that regard. Yeah.
0: And I think it's also something that like if people, you know, when people parody Sorkin, the thing they parody is like the walk and talk, but nobody's walking here. You know, it's, it's just two people sat at a de- like a table and they're just literally talking really quickly, which, again, is, you know, a bit of a soaking thing. Um, but I, I just I just love how much kind of information we get. And we, you know, by the time we finish the scene, you know, which we will do next week a week, we're kind of like our sympathy is completely with Erica. And we're we're kind of almost immediately against Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, and I don't think that the rest of the film ever tries to redeem him. Um but we we like the main conflict hasn 't even really been set up, like you know we we just know that mark 's been dumped, and you know in in a kind of in a worse film or in a worse version of this script, this kind of opening scene would have been excruciating, but I just think that the actors kind of really deliver the you know the dialogue so well and the back and forth, and they 're both also kind of building these characters, like we said, you know Erica only appears you know you see him in a dorm, which I guess is still part of this kind of this opening. Um, when we see her there, um and then later on we we see her only briefly. but I feel like when people think about this film, like this opening is one of the things they think about, <laughs> like the kind of you know the way it kind of builds so quickly, and you're immediately like you don 't like mark zuckerberg and and then you know i would I would say there 's a point when you know he 's doing stuff with Eduardo and where you kind of maybe get a bit of sympathy for Mark Zuckerberg, but you know for the rest of this film it's it 's kind of weird that. He's the one who's going to be in like, you know, 116 out of the 120 minutes. Um, But he's quite clearly like the villain of the piece. Um, And I think, you know, uh, Sorkin really sets that up really well. And, you know, obviously it's a heavy burden for Jesse Jesse Eisenberg, but I think he does a really good job.
1: He does. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: So is there anything else that you feel we need to talk about in this uh, fifth minute?
1: I I regret that it cuts off just before my favorite line in the whole movie. (laughs) I was so eager to be able to talk about that. And I was like, like, oh, like literally before she says it, my bad timing.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, we could talk about it just a little bit. But yeah, you know, she delivers the line saying, you know, you're going to go through life thinking girls don't like you because you're a nerd. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that won't be true. It'll be
1: because you're an asshole. Which is and... the truest thing anybody could possibly <laughs> say.
0: Yeah. And I think as well, that kind of sets up like, you know, immediately you're like, I, I, you know, how am I meant to get behind this guy? Who's like, you know, I guess maybe you can kind of forgive him a little bit because he's like 19 and maybe he doesn't know how to handle the situation. And at a certain point, he does seem completely lost as to what's going on. Um, But yeah, like this idea that, you know, his intelligence is going to be the thing that intimidates people when in reality, his personality is the thing that will push people away uh, is is such a kind of a brilliant kind of statement. And also like it immediately sets you up. To be, you know, almost as if David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin are saying, like, you know, we dare you to like Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) Like, we dare you to sympathize with this guy, um, you know, like who's so consistently been set up as a terrible person and who for the rest of the film will consistently do terrible things to other people to the point where, you know, when it gets to the final kind of lines of the film where it's like, oh, he's a billionaire. It's like it, it almost makes you think like, oh, I hate this guy. Um, you know but it doesn't make him kind of insufferable or kind of like it, it's not like this is this film is kind of like a chore to watch because like of how terrible Mark Zuckerberg is like it just gradually takes his personality from being one of like an obnoxious teenager into a kind of calculating 20-something billionaire who people hate and it does it so gradually and it's you know it's such a kind of interesting journey and you know I'm looking forward to kind of talking about the next 115 minutes of you know, gradually hating Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> which I think would have probably been a good title for the film if it wasn't called The Social Network. Just call it Hating Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly. Um, almost like being being John Malkovich hating Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> well, I feel like we said about as much as we can this week and today about minute five. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Gina?
1: Yes, I am the co-host of the Kill by Kill podcast, in which we talk about horror movies, focusing mostly on the characters and the strange little details. I also write for The Spool, um, doing movie and television reviews, and I have my own website at GinaRadcliffe.com.
0: And you can find us on MySpace at MySpace.com slash TheSocialMinute, or on Twitter at Social underscore Minute, or on Facebook at the Social Minute Podcast. Uh, thanks for being my guest this week, Gene. Thank you so much. It was great. And otherwise, I will see you all next week. Bye-bye. It's
1: quite possible that I'm your third man. But it's a-